0: I want to go into the scripture. Uh, it's a powerful scripture God spoke to me before us. We're going to break the bread and the wine from Acts chapter 13, verses 1 and 2. Let's read it. Can you read it?
1: Now in the church at Antioch, there were prophets and teachers. Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Syrian, Manian, a close friend of Herod, the Tetrarch, and Saul. As they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, "Set apart for me Barnabas and song for the work to which I have called them." As they were worshiping,
0: the Bible says the Spirit of God spoke. I am encouraged this morning. I know you have worshipped the Lord. We have enjoyed the most beautiful worship that I think that we have ever seen in our church worshipping from home to home house to house family to family coming into your homes as they worshipped the spirit of god spoke hallelujah even this morning if you are truly worshipping from your heart the holy spirit will speak into your life his voice will be clear let the church hear what the spirit has to say to the church it is the holy spirit that has to speak into your life to make a difference
1: hallelujah
0: why do we worship the Lord the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and the 13 speaks about the Holy Spirit making a way for us it says we go through many temptations in life but every time he will not allow us to bear more than what we can handle but every time he will make us a way. Let's listen to the word of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and the 13th verse.
1: No temptation has come on you except what is common to humanity. But God is faithful. He will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation, he will also provide a way out so that you may be able to
0: bear. Amen. With the temptation, he will provide you a way out. The Bible says when the wise men went to worship the Lord, they were uh, challenged by the Herod. They were uh, told by Herod that they have to come back to him. But the Bible says they found another way. They escaped from the temptation of Herod. They escaped from the persecution of Herod. They escaped from the trap that Herod had made against their lives because they worshiped Jesus and they went. They found a new, a miraculous way, hallelujah, to go back, hallelujah, to escape the temptation that was placed by the enemy. This morning, I believe as we worship the Lord together, that God has already provided a way out to get out of your problem. To get out of your sickness, to get out of your sin, to get out of your shame, to get out of your guilt, to get out of your condemnation, to get out of your insecurity, to get out of your depression, to get out of anything that the enemy has plotted against you. I believe this morning the Lord has provided a supernatural way. That's why we worship the the Lord that's why we worship Jesus that's why we worship him in spirit and in truth because he will provide as a supernatural way to escape the temptations of the enemy especially these days that we are living I believe and many prophetic or many prophets believe this is the beginning of the birth pains this is the beginning of before Jesus would come back for the church I strongly believe it in my heart while I was praying today that I felt an urgency inside of me there is an urgency that's happening in God's hearts. We are not foolish virgins, we are wise virgins. Hallelujah! I felt that anointed. We are going to be anointed as we worship the Lord. We are expecting, Hallelujah, the coming of our Messiah, the coming of King of Kings, a lot of gods When he came as lamb, come back a second time, when he came first, he was a silent lamb, Hallelujah, given to the shearers to be, Hallelujah, killed and to be to be uh, murdered but when it comes back hallelujah praise God he's going to be the come back with glory to God and that we have the seed we are of that line of Judah inside of us and we are roaring we are expecting we are shouting we are worshipping for the Lord to come back a second time hallelujah even this morning there is a way of escape hallelujah for the child of God you are not alone you are not disheartened you are not discouraged the Bible says I will never leave you nor forsake you I shall be with you till the end of the ages and here we are coming to the end of the ages and the Lord has not left you the Lord has not forsaken you the Lord is next to you he is close to you and you will find a way of escape this morning for the glory of Jesus Christ if you believe it put your hands together and give a shout out Praise unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So when we worship the Lord, number one, it will find a way of escape. Number two, why do we worship the Lord? 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5 says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Contrary, it has divine power to demolish strongholds and every high thing that exalts against itself against the knowledge of God the lack of time you're not reading it but you can go home and read it hallelujah the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, contrary. It is divine power to demolish to destroy every strong thought hallelujah I don't know what the strong thought is holding your mind I don't know what the stronghold in your mind but it's a mental block in your mind or the intellectual block in your mind about Jesus and his gospel but this morning it can the worship can destroy every stronghold. How do we know that? When Jesus was tempted in the wilderness for forty days and forty nights, he came out of it. And three temptations that he went through after forty days of fasting and prayer, when he came out to encounter the enemy or encounter the devil, he came out of three temptations: the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. To keep it short, when devil threw the third temptation, Jesus said don't test the Lord thy God but worship him and don't test him worship him and serve him and only the moment Jesus said that the Bible says the devil left hallelujah worship is a weapon worship makes the devil leave your life worship makes the voice of the enemy leave your life Worships make you tune to the voice of the Holy Spirit that's why the Bible says when they worship the spirit of God spoke Worship makes makes your antenna clear, hallelujah, praise God, without any disturbances, hallelujah, without any interruptions, hallelujah, you will have an uninterrupted life, hallelujah, listening to the voice of God, I pray that the voice of God will become clear, hallelujah, the Bible says in Luke chapter 10, the Bible says there was a man, there was a man in Jerusalem, an extraordinary man, anybody who is in jerusalem jerusalem is a place of worship in the bible anybody who is in jerusalem is an extraordinary man anybody who is in jerusalem is a worshiper he's an extraordinary person he's an extraordinary man of god he's an extraordinary child of the living god the bible says when he went down to jericho the thief attacked him and stripped him naked and hallelujah left him half dead why he went into jericho a place of bondage this morning as we're going to break our bread and the wine if you have gone to jericho and you are stripped and you are made to uh, uh uh sweat and you're made to bleed this morning i have a good news for you there is a good samaritan jesus christ hallelujah on the jericho road he's coming to touch you and to heal you once again to put you back you to heal you, put the oil and the wine, are going to heal you and put you together again so that you can go back to Jerusalem and worship the living God. Hallelujah. Be prepared for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You will become extraordinary when you worship the Lord again. Hallelujah. You will become an extraordinary, powerful child of God when you worship the Lord again. There is a difference between praise and worship that's what i want to come to this morning hallelujah bible says praise in psalm 8 and verse 2 says out of the mouths of babes and infants god has ordained praise to steal the avenger and silence the enemy out of the mouths of babes and infants i want you to uh, hear that word from the scripture i like the version that i'm using it is uh, beautifully said there in Acts, uh, Psalms chapter 8 and verse 2. Out of the mouths of, of babes and infants, God has ordained praise. From the
1: mouths of infants and nursing babies, you have established a stronghold.
0: Amen. Out of the mouths of babes and infants, you have established a stronghold. God makes a stronghold through our praise. When we praise, he establishes strongholds strong places for us we are strong and we are safe there nobody can come and access there it's a stronghold of the Lord praise establishes our strongholds the enemy cannot enter there the enemy is defeated there it's a stronghold praise is a stronghold that the Lord makes when we praise Him He makes the stronghold He makes a stronghold He silenced the enemy there in another way the enemy comes sees us as we praise comes there quietly go back he knows that he doesn't have a chance so praise silences the enemy praise establishes our stronghold praise makes the enemy turn back I encourage you to give a shout of praise hallelujah thank you Jesus the enemy might be there next to you but he will turn back this is a day of turning back this is a day that the devil will turn back not you hallelujah we are called to move forward but the enemy is the one who's going to turn back in the name of jesus hallelujah number three why do we pray? What, 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 i mean what number two what is the difference between praise and worship in psalm chapter 5 verses 11 and 12 psalm chapter 5 verses 11 and 12
1: them shout for joy forever. Make
0: shelter them and they those who love your Hallelujah. The moment we praise the Lord, hallelujah, favor like a shield will surround us. Amen. The number two is gives us a shield of favor. Hallelujah. He shelters us and he gives us a shield. Amen. He gives us the shield of favor. What is favor? Psalm 4:6 tells us, "What is the favor of God?"
1: Many are asking, "Who can show us anything good?" Let the light of your face shine on us. Let the light of your face shine on us. Who can show us anything good? When the
0: world ask ask you, "Where is your God?" Who can show? When the people have questions, when the world have questions, the Bible says, "What? We are the one who is going to have the answer." Let this light shine on us today we are living in a world who have a lot of questions they don't have answers but the bible says we have the favor like a sheep the one who will have the answer to many questions that the world is facing hallelujah we are living by the answer hallelujah light will shine on us his favor will bring us light hallelujah praise God why do we praise the Lord what is praising Psalm 30. what's the difference between Praise and worship. Hallelujah. Praise establish us stronghold. Praise gives us the shield of favor. Hallelujah. In a dark world, we are shielded by favor. Number three, praise releases us. Quick answers. Psalm 30, verse 4 to 5.
1: Sing to the Lord, give his you his faithful ones, and praise his holy name. For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lifetime
0: And verse 7 6 to 8. Sleeping
1: may stay overnight, but there is joy in the morning. When I, when I was secure, I said, I will never be shaken. Lord, when you show your favor, you made me stand like a strong mountain. When you hid your face, I was terrified.
0: Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The Bible says the moment they praised the Lord, the moment the faithful one started praising the Lord, the Bible says he turned the morning into dancing he brought quick answers sorrow into comfort Bible says weeping may stay in night but joy comes in the morning over 12 hours time the answer came hallelujah weeping remained at night but joy came in the morning because you chose to praise the Lord hallelujah praise the Lord what happens when we praise the Lord Genesis chapter 5 verses 26 I'm just coming to worship but I want to tell you what praise is all about what happens when you praise the Lord. Genesis chapter 4 verses 25 to 26
1: Adam was intimate with his wife again and she gave birth to a son and named him Seth. For he said God has given me another child in place of Abel since Cain killed him. A son was born to Seth and he named him Enoch. At that time people began to call on the name of the
0: Lord. Amen the Bible says in Genesis chapter 4 verse 26 they called on to the Lord the moment Seth was born they called on to the name of the Lord they understood something when Seth was born they understood something what was that? praise opens you to revelation when you praise the Lord it takes us to the revelations it opens up the revelation people understood after a killing that they needed the revelation to live forward. So the Bible says they called unto the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And the Bible says the moment they stopped praising the Lord, the Bible says their imaginations got attacked and became evil by evil. They took over by evil thoughts. The Bible says that's why the generation of Noah was wiped out from the face of the earth. Because the Bible says they were the thoughts were continuously Evil, their thoughts were attacked the moment they stopped praising the Lord. But Noah was a praiser, he found grace in the sight of God. He continued to call upon the name of the Lord hallelujah! Glory to God. That's why he found the great sight, grace in the sight of God. But what I want to tell you is, praise opens yourself to revelation, praise opens yourself to uh, grace. What happened? They stopped praising. Giants were born. Sometimes we are the creator of giants. We are equally responsible for some giants to appear in our lives. Because when God blesses us, we forget to praise Him. We forget to thank Him. Certain problems have appeared because of the lack of praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So it is important to praise the Lord again what happens when we praise praise give us the victory consciousness that's why the bible said wherever there was a battle in Israel let Judah go first because praise praise gives us the victory consciousness Judah praise when he goes first all the rest that are following him as a victory consciousness praise God so when your praise go forward You will have a victory consciousness that will come. Praise gives us the perspective. Hallelujah. When they went to defeat Jericho, the moment they started praising, shouting, they knew that the enemy was defeated. It gives us the perspective. Hallelujah. That they are a victorious generation, a Joshua generation. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Warfare is there, but hallelujah. The battle will be won because you praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen when you and I praise the Lord hallelujah there is a victorious cry that rise up within us hallelujah praise the Lord our heart will change into our imagination will take over a victorious mindset a victorious and bold boldness will come inside of you when you start the confidence shall rise up within you hallelujah when we praise the Lord that's what praise does it gives us the confidence that we need to face the battle and to it gives us the confidence to stay till that we seek the victory hallelujah they were there seven days but hallelujah they stayed till they saw the victory because they're a praising generation thank you jesus hallelujah so praise gives us the perspective praise gives us the character fear gives us the victory consciousness fear gives us the perspective consciousness and then fear gives us the character consciousness Achan in the Bible was a man from Judah as long as he praised the Lord he has kept his life from touching anything which was sinful or anything that was asked by the Lord not to touch. But the moment he stopped praising, he went and extended his hands to touch something and he took hold of that Babylonian garment which speaks about bondage, which speaks about sin, which speaks about trespass and then he took hold of it and then what happened the Bible declares that he brought defeat into the camp of the children of God hallelujah praise a lack of praise could bring defeat into the camp not only into your life but into the camp that you represent hallelujah he brought trouble it's called the valley of Angkor which means the valley of trouble he brought trouble because he stopped praising the Lord hallelujah blessed be the name of the Lord so as long as he praised the Lord he had a character consciousness God kept him hallelujah by the power of God's praise by the power of God's grace hallelujah praise the Lord blessed be the name of the Lord so praise brings character consciousness and number 5 praise gives us the enemy Praise. Our praise gives the enemy a consciousness that he is a defeated foe. Hallelujah. It's our praise that reminds the enemy that he is a defeated foe. In Judges chapter five, verse eleven, there's a scripture. Let's read it now. Judges chapter seven, verse twelve onwards.
1: Now the Midianites, Amalekites, and all the Kidimites had settled down in the valley like the swarm of locusts and their camels were were as innumerable as the sand on the seashore. When Gideon arrived, there was a man telling his friend about a dream. He said, Listen, I had a dream. A loaf of barley bread came tumbling into the Midian camp, struck a tent and it fell. The loaf turned the tent upside down so that it collapsed. Amen!
0: Hallelujah! And verse
1: 14. His friend answered, This is nothing less than the sword of Gideon, son of Joash, the Israelite. God has handed the entire Midianite camp over to them. Hallelujah!
0: Gideon was doubting whether his shout, whether the blowing of trumpet, would bring victory into the camp. And then God said, go and listen to one of the enemies, what their conversation is about. When he came to the camp, the Bible says, one of the soldiers Speaking about Gideon and his army, and said, I saw a dream and a barley loaf speaks about Gideon and his army coming, tumbling, tumbling down onto the camp of the enemy and destroying them. When you decide to praise, when you praise, hallelujah, this is the consciousness that the enemy has that he's a defeated foe, that he cannot win over you. That's why he tried to stop us from shouts. That's why he gives us a, he gives us a mute tongue, because as long as you and I praise, the enemy will have a defeated consciousness. The enemy will come down under our feet. We look down on the enemy. Praise makes us look down on the enemy. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And finally, which I'm coming to, praise takes us into the worship consciousness. Praise is an introduction. Praise is an introduction to the supernatural happenings of the Lord praise introduces us to see what God can do for us Praise introduces us to see the greatness of the God that's inside of us hallelujah but worship is an introduction to a supernatural life worship makes our life supernatural we will start living a supernatural life It does not end with praise. It does not end with happenings. It does not end with miracles. But our very life will become supernatural. Our relationships will become supernatural. Our ministry will become supernatural. Our speech will become supernatural. Our entire life will move into a supernatural mode when we start worshipping the Lord. Hallelujah. When we speak about praise, we speak about what the Lord has done. What God will do we speak about God's victory in our lives but worship we speak about the fullness of joy there's fullness of joy in his presence and when we move into a little more worship it's joy unspeakable full of glory you don't know how it's where it's coming from you can't even speak you'll experience those eternal bliss you should experience those eternal experiences which we can't even speak in our human tongue praise God so that is what praise can do that's the difference between praise and worship the Bible says while they worship the Lord the Holy Spirit spoke hallelujah if praise broke through the wall of Jericho it was worship that kept the life of Rahab when the walls were tumbling down It was the scarlet robe that Rahab chose to keep in her house according to the word of the Lord. When the walls were tumbling down, it was her focus on the scarlet robe which signifies the blood of Jesus Christ, the red robe. Worship is looking to the Lord. Worship is fixing your eyes onto the Lord. If praise would bring the walls of Jericho, it's the worship that keeps you in trying times, Amen. it's a worship that keeps your life. Hallelujah, bless it. It's a worship that gets you closer to Him when things around you is not very good. Hallelujah, Amen. blessed be the name of the Lord. When things around you, people around you are not good, worship keeps your heart good. Amen. Worship keeps your heart healthy. It keeps you closer to Jesus in critical situations of your life. Job lost everything. His children, his materials, his finances. He had a breakdown. We can look at our lives right now. We cannot even compare it to what Job went through. But at least he was in a lockdown stage. He could not get out because of what he has gone through, because of his suffering. But the Bible says he worshipped God. And worshipped Kept him closer to Jesus in critical situations of his life. When there is nobody for we nobody who understands what we are going through, it's a worship that keeps us in one with him, united to him, keeps us closer to the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. If I can put it in one words, praise makes the angel ascend, but worship brings the angel descent. Hallelujah. When your eyes is completely on the Lord, many answers the angels will bring back. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The Bible says, worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. What does that mean? That means that uninterrupted. Hallelujah. Uninterrupted. Worship him in spirit and in truth. Uninterrupted in spirit means we are not interrupted we are connected to God worship Him in spirit and in truth which means undisputed truth when we worship in spirit uninterrupted and when we worship in truth undisputed which means we are conscious of the reality of Jesus Christ and his word we know it's real When we worship like that, the Lord is saying, I'm seeking for those worshipers who are connected to me, which means our whole personality, our heart, our mind, our will, our emotions, our complete personality is connected to the Lord. That's worship. Why? Because we know he is undisputed. His words are undisputed. We worship in this reality that his word is true. In the revelation and of the word hallelujah we have it in our heart and we know it's it's real hallelujah praise the Lord so that's what worship is all about and that's what the Bible says while they worship the Lord while their full personality was uh, immersed in the presence of God why they forgot about themselves while they were focused in the beauty of the law, God spoke the spirit of God spoke hallelujah amen the ordinary people stepped into extraordinary vessels of God Paul and Barnabas hallelujah when we worship you become extraordinary pastors when we worship you become extraordinary evangelists when we worship, we become extraordinary husbands. When we worship, we become extraordinary wives. When we worship, we become extraordinary children. When we are worshippers, we become extraordinary spiritual uh, children. Hallelujah! When we worship, our generations get blessed. When we worship, God can use an ordinary person in extraordinary ways. Hallelujah! They heard. So when they worshipped they heard the voice of the spirit. What can this voice do? What is this voice of the spirit? Few points and we will go and break the bread. It's called the small still voice of God. Elijah heard the small still voice of God. Elijah was attacked by depression. He was attacked by fear. He heard the voice of the evil king Ahab and Jezebel and he ran with fear. He saw what they are planning to do to him and he got so upset with God, he got so upset with everyone that he went under a juniper tree and he was sleeping there inside the tree. God needed to break that atmosphere. He was trapped in that fear. He was trapped in that voices of negativity. He was trapped by the lying voice of Jezebel. He was trapped in that demonic voice. He was trapped in that cave with darkness. He was trapped with suicidal thoughts. He was trapped with a backsliding mentality. He was trapped, uh, angry with him and his forefathers. He was trapped, hallelujah, with these kind of negative emotions. But the voice of the Lord, hallelujah, but the voice, the small still voice of the Lord made him a futuristic man of God again, made him a man of God who could see, beyond what he was going through. A man of God who was once again stationed as the prophet unto the nations. The man of God once again took the mantle and went to anoint Elisha. Hallelujah. That's what the small still voice of God can do. It can bury your past and it can give you a heads up to your future for the glory of Jesus Christ. Some of our past are going to be buried. Hallelujah. As we're going to hear the voice of God today, as you're worshiping, hallelujah, God is going to speak to you. Words and voices, hallelujah, that pertains to your future. Where you can bury your past. Where you bury your past insecurities and worries. And hallelujah, your fears, hallelujah. This virus we are going to bury right now in the name of the Lord. The Lord spoke this morning and said, bury this virus, hallelujah. So that you can move ahead, hallelujah, with a calling that God has kept for you. God is telling somebody, do not fear about this virus. We are going to bury it right now. As we worship the Lord and we praise the Lord right now in the name of the Lord some enemies that is against us we are burying it right now in the name of the Lord hallelujah some fearful faces some offensive faces some hurting hallelujah situations we are going to bury it right now in the name of the Lord our confidence in the Lord I don't trust in horses or chariots but we trust in the name of the Lord we're going to bury it right now in the name of Jesus this morning as we break the bread and the wine, hallelujah. The Bible says, Zechariah 4 4 says, It's not by might, no by power, but by thy spirit. Second thing, what does the voice can do? The Bible says, Zerubbabel's hand was tired, he was in a tired atmosphere. The Bible says, In the book of Zechariah and the book of Haggai, hallelujah, praise God, that. Zerubbabel and Joshua started building the temple and halfway hallelujah the enemies and the tauntings and the uh, voices of the enemy came and made them to stop they became tired and they uh, they stopped the work halfway and God is speaking through Zechariah and said it's not by might it's no by power but by thy spirit saith the Lord and the same hand that has laid the stone the same hand will finish it hallelujah that was the voice of the spirit the voice of the spirit is one of completion hallelujah when you hear the voice of the Lord uncompleted things will start again will resurrect again some of you are Certain areas of, of your life, whether it's marriage or ministry, were wow, hallelujah interrupted halfway. You became tired of it. You are almost on the verge of quitting it. But the Spirit of God is speaking this morning as you're worshiping the Lord. I've called you to complete that work. Nobody else is going to come to complete it. I'm going to use you the same you. Don't feel unworthy anymore. If you're feeling unworthy, I will remove that clothes of shame and I will give you the clothes of righteousness. You will be conscious of God's righteousness that He's put and imputed inside of you again. believe in the righteousness of God and start building up what God has started through your life in the name of Jesus hallelujah this is a day of completion hallelujah we are going to complete certain projects we are going to complete hallelujah the ministry God has put us in this city for hallelujah as a church hallelujah glory to God Hallelujah, the Bible says in Haggai I love this the latter-day glory is going to be greater than the former days. We have not seen anything yet as a church. The latter-day glory. I pray this morning that Lord let the latter-day glory Help us to be a part to be a small part. Hallelujah, but to be a part of the latter-day glory. Hallelujah Blessed be the name of the Lord, but you need to keep looking forward Hallelujah, the Spirit of God helps us to keep looking forward again. Bury the past and look forward. Hallelujah number three what happens when you hear the voice of God? When they worship, the Bible says uh, in the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 1 and 2, when you read, the Bible says there was a Samuel who was lying down in sleep and he heard a voice and he ran to Eli and said, Did you call me? After two, three times, Eli said, No. Next time, when you hear the voice, say, Lord, your servant is listening hallelujah and third time when God called him he said Lord your servant is listening and a man of God was born in Samuel a prophet from who prophesied from Dan to Bathsheba was born hallelujah in Samuel when you start hearing the voice of God when you recognize the voice of God hallelujah you will be made into a man of God behind the making of a man of God is the recognizing or the recognition of the God's voice in your life? Hallelujah. You learn to listen to the voice of God. From a sheep, you'll become a horse. From an ordinary vessel, you become an extraordinary vessel. From an extraordinary vessel, God will make you your make you make your voice his voice. Hallelujah. Praise God. I pray, hallelujah, as we hear the Spirit, our voice will be His voice. Amen. what a day that will be hallelujah that people recognize God's voice through our voice I pray that the Lord will anoint us hallelujah to move into that experience amen hallelujah the same way behind the breakdown and destruction of a potential man of God is also the failure of listening to the voice of God and listening to the voice of the devil the Bible says Judas the potential man of God was destroyed because he heard the voice of the devil hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord peter almost was defeated because he heard the voice of the devil some of you are almost defeated but the bible says jesus prayed for him that his faith shall not fail Some of you were almost defeated, but I pray for you in the hallelujah ministry of intercession with Jesus Christ that your faith will not fail. Hallelujah. You almost failed. Hallelujah. But when you're prayed for, when a man of God pray for you, hallelujah, when Jesus is praying for you, when you're recognizing that from almost listening to the devil, from almost moving into failure, almost hallelujah, being defeated, you will become an almost Peter to an apostle Peter. Praise God. God. hallelujah glory to God blessed be the name of Jesus amen some of you are almost almost you were we were so close but the Lord is telling you, from there God is going to turn into an apostle a man of God hallelujah blessed be the name of the Lord when you hear the voice of God the fourth thing when you hear the voice of the Lord behind the making of the person of love a loving person is the voice of the Spirit The Bible says John the apostle of love, why was he an apostle of love? Because he recognized the voice of Jesus, hallelujah. In John chapter 21, the Bible says he recognized the voice of Jesus, hallelujah. The passion of Apostle John was to lie on the heartbeat of Jesus, on the heart of Jesus. He understood the heartbeat of Jesus. How many of you make that as your desire, hallelujah to listen to the heartbeat of Jesus is the voice of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Can you imagine? You want to be a person of love. You have to listen to the voice of the Spirit. You have to know the heartbeat of the Lord. Because John recognized the voice. Whatever Peter felt against John, John did not feel against Peter. Peter felt jealous towards him. He felt a lot of negative thoughts about John. He felt that John was the favorite of Jesus and he had a competitive spirit against John. But John did not have it. Because when you hear the voice of the spirit behind that, Hallelujah. Praise God. God is making you a lovable person. A loving person. A person who loves others. A person who does not have the same feelings of enmity. Maybe of competitive spirit that the other person have it against you. Hallelujah. It might be simple, but it helps you. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And the last one. The voice of the Spirit. The Bible says, Simon, the Simon in Luke chapter 2, verses 25 to 27, this is something that's going to be powerful. Last two, three points before we're going to break the bread and the wine, hallelujah. Luke chapter 2, verses 25 to 27.
1: There was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. The man was righteous and devout, looking forward to Israel's consolation. The Holy Spirit was upon him. It has been revealed, it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he saw the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, he entered the temple. Yes. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform for him what was customary under the law, Simeon looked up, took him up in his arms praised God and said Now master, you can dismiss your servant in peace as you promised
0: Hallelujah Guided by the Spirit He was full of the Spirit. The Spirit was upon him, led by the Spirit, guided by the Spirit. He came into that ultimate moment. He did not miss that ultimate moment in his life. He did not miss that most important moment, the most powerful moment in his life because he heard the voice of the Spirit. This morning I was praying, Lord, God told me about the moment, a move that is going to come to the body of Christ, a move that was prophesied. Through a pastor long years back and I so felt that it's going to come that ultimate move is going to come and what will help us to be a part of it what will help us to not to miss a moment as a church as an individual is to be guided by the Spirit to be led by the Spirit to listen to the Spirit you will not more miss that ultimate moment of your life while they worship they heard the voice of the Spirit So important to have a lifestyle of worship. Amen. And the last two things. Hallelujah. Not only with the lack of time, I will say it out. The Bible says, He gives us the most powerful company when we hear the voice of the Spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and the verse 13. The Bible says, we are baptized into one body by the Spirit and made to drink one drink of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit will always lead us into the greatest company, that is the local church, the body of Christ. When you hear the voice of the Lord, He will never take you out of the local church. He will always enforces you, He will always tell you you to be a part of the most powerful company. The most powerful company is the company God has planted you. Hallelujah. You have to thank the Lord for that. Your life will change. Your destiny will change when you thank the Lord for the most powerful company. And lastly, we have given the ultimate celebration, hallelujah, no no devil could defeat. That's what we are breaking the bread and the wine. The Holy Spirit will always lead us to the ultimate or to the most powerful celebration is the celebration of the breaking of bread and the wine, the ministry of the breaking of bread and the wine. In 1 Corinthians 11, it says, what I have received from the Lord, what I have received from the Holy Spirit, I make it reveal it to you, you need a revelation. If you want to see experiences, miraculous experiences in this breaking of bread, you need to have a revelation Paul said what I have received from the Lord I give it to you on the day he was betrayed he gave thanks you need to have a revelation only then you will come expecting I hope you come expecting that something beautiful is going to come happen in the breaking of bread hallelujah when apostle is writing this there is one Corinthians chapter 10 we speaking about the rebellion of the Israel people Speaking about Israel people in the Old Testament who are eating and drinking in the normal food and The Bible says they partied They were unbridled Hallelujah, and the Bible says they continued to party. They committed immorality ate the food of the idols Do 23,000 people died on a single day? Why? Hallelujah the snake bit but snake poison came upon them. They were poisoned to death hallelujah and then he goes on to 1 corinthians 11 which means if you eat of this drink you are more than a conqueror if you partake of this communion you will not be a sharer or a partaker of 1 corinthians 10 of the old testament rebels hallelujah you will be a new testament more than conqueror victorious christian hallelujah it was written for our instruction that we will not Hallelujah be a partaker of 1 Corinthians 10 where the Lord was angry with them But we are called to be a chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation a peculiar people a God kind people Who will walk in God's favor? Not in God's anger When we partake of the bread and the wine hallelujah praise the Lord We will not be living in 1 Corinthians 10 hallelujah praise the Lord we will be living in the revelation of the power of the bread and the wine that has been given to the church as a blessing. It's a cup of blessing, the Bible says. It's a cup of favor. Oh, hallelujah. When we hear the voice of the spirit, We've we'll that the revelation of who we are in Christ. Hallelujah. Blessed be the